0: Echo's Box podcast is not meant to be or claiming to be a good place for therapeutic advice. The host is not a licensed therapist and is not offering any services or advice related to mental health in a professional manner. The content discussed on Echo's Box is commonly highly explicit due to the real nature of expressing honest emotions. While we don't mean to offend anyone, the reality is these discussions might be triggering to many people. Out of respect for all, please do not listen if this content isn't right for you and forgive us if you have a poor experience. Keep your brain healthy. Dead in, watch me bleed through the phone. The lights dim, watch the pipe and watch me let that shit go. Drinking in my sleep and taking shots of a My weakness every weekend, every week, man, I drop. Suffer inside, what's the tide roll? Make that news tie, walk a tightrope Talking with your knife, on my throat. Hey everyone, welcome back to Echo's Box. You just heard an exclusive sneak peek of my song, Patron. It's going to be on my upcoming EP, Starstruck. Uh, There's going to be more info on that at the end of the episode, but I'm finally on track to be putting out some dope tunes and I can't wait to share more with you all um obviously it's been a minute since i've had time for an episode so i'm gonna talk about why that is and what's been going on and all and all that kind of stuff so obviously one of the big indicators is uh the holidays it's it's busy i'm busy with work i been busy with like trips and vacations and stuff and trying to organize stuff that's all holiday related um, I've also had a, a couple of major shows I just played a, a big show with my band Lost in the Mons, that was awesome, thank you for everyone who came out of that, there was always somebody in the air, that was one of the best shows I've ever played uh, just, I'm still still thinking about that, that was fantastic, just a great experience overall but yeah, so I, I was busy with music stuff for the band, I was busy with my own music stuff, I was busy with holiday stuff uh, and also holidays are, are just a traumatic time of year for me personally, I've got a lot of different family-related things that, that make it difficult to, to navigate, and I've been doing okay with that so far. Um, not, not always fun, but kind of is what it is. And so I've had to put all of my focus and energy into all of that, and therefore I haven't had time to record an episode, but I knew I'm long overdue and I really wanted to record something. It's really tough to figure out what I want to talk about sometimes. So like I just picked a random topic that I wanted to talk about at one point, and I wrote that down and ended up not doing it. Uh, But now it's going to be the topic for the next episode. And I'll talk about that again at the end of the episode. So just stay tuned in for that. Um, But I actually came up for the topic for this episode today. And that's usually how I like to come up with the topics for episodes, is to have just a spontaneous inspiration of, oh, shit, that would be a really good idea for a topic. And this one actually blends in really well with the last episode. So now that you're done getting a totally unnecessary life update, uh, let's dive into our actual topic for this episode. And like I said, it's it's sort of an adjacent continuation from our last episode. It's not a full continuation. We're not uh, latching on to a story and going on from there, but it's it's truly within the same veins. We're still talking about words and and why words are important. So the last time we talked uh, about words and how important they are, I also talked about, how it's truly a strong skill to develop to be able to choose your own words carefully and meaningfully. So as you can tell from the intro, recently I've been working on my new music, and funny enough the idea for this topic came from a joke I made while I was in the studio, and so there's your spontaneous inspiration for you. Uh, I was reading the lyrics from that song that you just heard a snippet of, and I realized that I wrote a whole song without using a curse word, oh my god even still the, the whole song is about drugs and sex so just because there's no curse words doesn't mean it isn't explicit in nature you definitely don't want to have to educate a small child on the meaning of that song almost even more so than you wouldn't want them running around saying fuck in front of their elementary school teachers now I have a sailor's mouth if you haven't been able to tell uh, I do keep it sem- like semi-formal here on the show but the episodes are explicit for more reasons than just trigger warnings for trauma But I think all of that kind of perfectly complements this next statement I'm going to make, because curse words don't really have any explicit connotation by default. If you haven't figured it out already, I'll say just about damn near anything, because I have a certain personal philosophy that words don't mean anything until you put meaning behind them. Now, that philosophy has some nuances to be expressed. It's not black and white at all. When I say words have no meaning, it doesn't mean they don't have a definition. Clearly they do. And it also doesn't mean that society doesn't view certain words in certain ways throughout time. Things change over time. Linguistics is a crazy weird topic. It's all very complex. There's a lot of gray. What it does mean though, is that words have no emotional meaning by default. Curse words don't have any emotional meaning by default, for example. Um, A a more uh, kind of clean example, Uh, I could say something ridiculous, like I hate butternut squash. I don't. I actually have no opinion on that food at all. I would eat it just fine. I, I don't love it or hate it. It's just another food to me. So emotionally to me, the sentence I hate butternut squash has no meaning. It means nothing. However, here's where things get even more complex. While that sentence meant absolutely nothing to me, someone who is a butternut squash fanatic might hear that and become upset simply because they love the food and it hurts them to hear that their favorite food is hated. So just because words have no inherent emotional meaning until you place your own intention into them does not mean that they don't mean something emotional to other people. I recently had my first bit of conflict with my new partner. It wasn't intentional because I didn't have any hard set emotion on what I said, but they took it in a way that was offensive to their emotions as they were expressing uh, their other feelings on this particular topic to me. What happened is I used the word small to describe a situation. To paraphrase kind of what our conversation was is, I said, this particular situation is small to me, so I have a difficult time discerning how I can avoid causing discomfort if I can't differentiate between this and a more obvious situation. Now, what I meant by that is this situation is normal to me. The, The situation in question was like a normal thing that I do pretty frequently, and it wasn't special like a big event or anything. So I didn't understand what was the differentiator between a normal situation that fit the criteria for what they were concerned about and a more eventful situation that would also fit the criteria that would be more obvious. I didn't mean small. I didn't mean the situation was small and unimportant. I just meant it was normal. Something that is a norm to one person, but is not a norm to another person is fair. We all have different ideas of what normal is and different things that we like to do that are normal or not normal. It's inoffensive and it clearly shows that there's a distinction without minimizing the emotions of the other person. However, since I use the word small, my partner's response was to say, hey, I didn't like that you called that situation small, because it feels like you're minimizing my feelings because it is a big deal to me. So when they said that, I had an oh shit moment. Obviously, it wasn't my intention to minimize anything. And even they knew that in the moment, they knew that wasn't what I was trying to do, but it still hurt them to use those words even though they knew my heart was in the right place. So I promptly apologized, affirmed that they were absolutely correct. That word was a poor choice. It was ill representative of my actual meaning. So I corrected myself and, and told them, hey, this is just a normal thing to me. That's what I mean. It's not that it's not important. It's just something that I normally do. So last episode I talked about how careful word choice was something that my late friend did very well. And it's very obviously a skill that I have not yet perfected. That's a great example of where I messed that up. Not not super great at it yet. Doing I, I feel like I'm okay, but there, there's definitely room to grow. There's a lot of room to grow. That small conflict shows me that I'm not quite there yet, right? It shows me uh, where I am and where I should be at my word choices uh, in consideration for other people when I'm speaking. And that's okay. No one's perfect. And I'm at least empathetic and self-reflective enough to be able to double back and correct things that were just wrong. So I'm not beating myself up, but it does drive that realization of where I'm at uh, as far as uh, that skill goes and it drives that realization home. I just find it interesting how all that works. That, that's where all of this topic comes from. That's why I'm talking about it and why you're listening to me blab. So I'm just interested in how emotional meaning of words or lack thereof can mean something different to the person saying them uh, than they can to the person receiving the information. It's a bit obvious in terms of how social relationships work with communication. You have to communicate well to begin with, first off, otherwise things get lost in translation really quick anyway. But... Even if you're an excellent communicator, there are a vast amount of variables to consider in terms of a recipient's interpretation of what you communicate. Everything from logical elements such as their grasp of the language being spoken, maybe English or Spanish or whatever your native tongue is isn't, isn't your first language. So if you're communicating with a person that's not their first language, that, that's, that's one barrier and that's just a logical barrier. But there's also the idea of their own emotional headspace to consider. All the way down to how you say what you said and how they personally interpret that tone of voice that you present. Everyone is different in that respect. Now, you can't control any of those things. It's all on another person and how they interpret. That's completely out of your control. But what you can control is your tone, your words, and the emotional energy that you put into them and i think it's critical to always be genuine when you're communicating because at least if you can be confident that what you said is the right thing with the right emotional energy the worst thing that can happen is maybe you spoke with a tone that wasn't conducive to whatever the receiving party's understanding of that emotional energy was but being able to nail two-thirds of those elements means that well you could talk to any given stranger and be fairly confident that what you said carried the meaning and intention of what you actually meant to convey. Sure, maybe you need to adjust your tone as you learn how the other party communicates and what they need in terms of how you communicate, but at least nothing you said was totally out of pocket if you're able to control the majority of those factors. Why is any of this important though? Obviously, communication is important. It's how we function in life, but even if you're someone who struggles with say empathy then acknowledging the fact that your words do mean something even if they don't to you be it positive or negative is powerful because if you're struggling with empathy you can't just read the person's emotions or kind of get a gist then knowing that there's this fact that they are going to have an impact can let you kind of settle in it's like okay this is why this is important i can at least understand that this is important even if i'm not getting this emotional connection quite right from the other side So this kind of thinking and practice can greatly improve how you communicate with anyone around you. And that will certainly do you wonders in any social situation. So yeah, saying fuck you out of nowhere can mean nothing. It meant nothing just then. it's not explicit at all. You may not like the word, but it's literally just a word. It didn't mean anything. I'm not saying that to anyone. There's no emotion behind it. It's just a person simply saying, fuck you as a phrase, however. Say that in a joking manner, uh, in your tone, even to a person who doesn't receive jokes well, and perhaps you'll get punched in the face, right? So this doubles back to the last episode. Again, don't say things that you don't mean to say, if you can avoid it instead, try to practice the art of thinking before you speak. It's one of the many common sense golden rules we all seem to forget. If you think before you speak, you can effectively communicate all of your ideas much more easily. And to be mindful that even your most meaningless words do mean something to someone out there. So just, let's all just try to make sure that we say what we mean the first time with certainty. And kind of use these kind of skills and ideas to, to do that. It doesn't matter if what you're communicating is positive or negative. Just try to make sure you're certain that you said what you, you meant to say and so that way it'll stick and let it do so. Now, that's all I have for this episode. I'm gonna do my best to crank out another one this month. Uh, So the next episode, I hope to be talking about what it means to feel empty. So just be ready for another depression deep dive. That'll be a a pretty heavy one. Till then, be sure to follow It's Jones Music, TikTok Jones Music, and the Jones Music Facebook page because my new EP is in progress And I'm posting plenty of studio updates and sneak peeks. That's all of my personal music stuff. And as always visit echoesbox.com and please reach out to us with any ideas, feedback or requests and check out our social media there. Hopefully we'll also have some more esoterica comics soon, but right now I've got to focus on the music. Um, But don't forget to check out fundamental magic. That's my book. It's out everywhere that there are books. It's been out now for over a month, I think. Yeah, we're through November. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's out everywhere and we're over halfway to a hundred sales. So if I reach a hundred, that'd be amazing, especially with a book on such a niche topic from an independent author, like that would be awesome I'd, I'd be stoked on that so keep sharing it uh with anyone that you think would benefit from it and of course it is totally free as a digital book if you just want to dive in with no commitment that's why I did that the sales aren't nearly important to me as it is just getting the book in the hands of people so remember that's all there it's all on echoesbox.com so thank you all for bearing with me through the holidays um like i said they kind of get rough emotionally and objectively they're just busier for everybody but you know you'll you'll hear from me next time peace she goes down, I see it in her eyes as it goes down, double uppercut number four now, the water's getting deep, I hope she don't drown, it's every time she goes down, I see it in her eyes as it goes down, double uppercut number four now, the water's getting deep, I hope she don't drown.